Everybody, welcome in to the Verbal Gridiron Podcast. I am Christian, your host, and we got Mr. K Camp here. What up, what up, what up? What is good, everyone? We thank you all for joining. We know you could have been anywhere in the world, and, we, and you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Man, we got an exciting uh, episode for you uh, this evening. Uh, we got episode six. Number six, it is the must draft. I'm talking about the players that you must draft. Not no, uh-uh. I'm talking about players that you got to, that's going to make you feel like, mm, it's going to oh. make you feel like you, mm, you got to have them. I'm talking about you got to have them. And this is how we're going to kick it off here. We're going to show you our little list and everything of who we have that you must draft. Audio junk. Yep, yep, yep. So for everybody that's listening to the audio up on the podcast, we greatly appreciate you for listening up on the podcast. We're going to give you a brief description. Um, we got Mr. K. Camp um, and his list. Uh, so we have quarterbacks. The two quarterbacks who he, who he says you must draft. And these Desmond. are these are must draft this year, right? Is it right? Yes. This a much draft this year. Okay. So at, at the quarterback position, we have Mr. Desmond Ritter and then Mr. Lamar Jackson. At running back, we have Rashad White and Alexander Madison. And then at wide receiver, we have Mr. Garrett Wilson and Mr. DJ Moore. And then at tight ends, we have Greg Dolch and then Sam Laporta. Man, this dude Chad calling me dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't give you no fantasy advice. Sorry. Nah. So that is Mr. K Camp's list. On the right, we have Mr. Christian underscore CFS quarterbacks. At number one, he has Jared Goff. At number two, he has Mr. Aaron Rodgers. At running back, he has Mr. Deke. I mean, J.K. Dobbins. At number two, he has Ramondre Stevenson. At wide receiver, he has Amon Ross St. Brown and then Jordan Allison at number two. And at tight ends, big shocker here, he has Jawan Johnson and then Michael Mayers. So, uh, Chris, let's talk about uh, is. What's the like? Why did you end up uh, putting Desmond Ritter out there? Let's get into it. As so, like a guy that you wanted to um to actually to be like a must-have uh, player up in this year's twenty twenty-three fantasy football season. Okay, so yeah, so I took Desmond Ritter. I'm not I'm not high high on on Desmond Ritter. I'm about in the middle of Desmond Ritter. Um, last year he started the last four games of the season. 
He was a quarterback 47, right? So now he's a full-time starter, right? Full training mm-hmm. camp as a starter, full-time starter with, with Drake London, with, with Kyle Pitts. Then you got to get got his – they picked up Bijan Robinson. So I just think that he will jump. Obviously, he's going to jump because he's going to be the full-time starter. But he's going to jump from, mm-hmm. let's say, 47. I project him around quarterback – 18 between 18 and 20 this year. I'm kind of high okay. on the Falcons, kind of high. And I just think that somebody can draft Desmond Ritter in late. Where is he going? Like round, I don't remember the startup round 13, something hella late. So I just think that if you can get Desmond Ritter, especially if you have a Drake, if you already have Drake Line to pair him with, with that, with that slight stack, I think that, uh, he's a, he's a must get this year. He had his best game in the last game of the season. Um, he had two touchdowns, 224 yards. We all saw that he could run the ball. He's mobile. Um, even his last, even he was actually rated pretty high as a rookie coming out. I can't remember where he was drafted, but he was rated pretty high as a rookie coming out. So, so yeah, he, he is QB 29, and he's being drafted. Oh yeah, 205.3 per. Oh under yeah, I, pro- I project he's gonna beat that. He QB 29. Yeah, he's gonna beat that. He he will be in the low 20s. Low, he'll be in the low twenties, late teens this year finishing. That is my projection. So that's why I have Desmond Ritter as my number one quarterback as a must-have for this year's draft. Just for this year now. Now he can stick up the joint, and you don't want to have him on the team for next year. But I don't think he will. I think the Falcons gonna have they're gonna have a tough decision to to make between him and maybe Kelly William Drake May and another guy uh, next year. But I see them. Possibly your fringe playoff team. So don't okay. don't sleep on the Falcons. Don't sleep on the Falcons this year. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. And I'm gonna give you some the reason why you must, I mean you must draft uh Mr. Jared Galt as your QB. Let's so hear. currently right now at his ADP, he is QB seventeen, okay. which is a per underdog's ADP. It is one. 128.8, which is roughly around quick math here, probably 120. So that's like 10th round or like 11th round. So he's being drafted around 11th round. But also, if you actually go back to when Jared Goff actually played for the Rams, he did some similar numbers that is actually quite intriguing. Mm-hmm. So his second year in the league when he was on the Rams, he actually had. 3,804 um, passing yards on on 28 TDs and then seven interceptions. Then the next year following that in two, uh, 2018, he came back with four, uh, 4,688 yards on 32 touchdowns and then 12 mm-hmm. interceptions. And the reason why I'm bringing this up to you is something similar up in – up in the flavor with that on Jared Goff. Okay. Now let's let's go back to Detroit now. So in Detroit, his first year, and remember I said there's similar numbers and everything. He had three thousand two hundred and forty-five yards on nineteen touchdowns and then eight interceptions. So he didn't play the full season either. He only played fourteen games, but. When you go to the following year, he actually played all 17 games. He had 4,438 yards 
and he had 29 touchdowns and then seven interceptions. And if we go back and just like what I just mentioned uh, ahead of time about when his third year with the Rams, so that's his, he's actually getting comfortable with the system and everything. And you see the pattern where he actually jumped up 800 yards. And mm-hmm. with him doing the same, he actually jumped up 1,200 yards 100. from when he is, it was his first year in Detroit. But this is where I, I'm playing uh, where I, the reason why I'm saying you must got to get uh, Jared Goff. Everybody thinks Jared Goff is going to end up having a fluke season this year. He will not have a fluke season. Really? Because what Because what he did the year after – the year after he he had that big game or that season uh, in 2018, he came back with another 4,000-yard season with 638 yards and then 22 touchdowns. So with that being said, I predict that Jared Goff is going to have a better season than what he had last year, which he'll probably end up having something similar to the same numbers that he did this year which is 4,000, maybe 4,500 yards. Maybe mm-hmm. he might even do 4,600 yards this year, and he'll probably mm-hmm. end up being roughly around the same amount of TDs. Maybe he might even hit 32 this year instead of instead of the 29, give him three more extra uh, with his new toys and weapons that, that he actually has out there. And let's not even bring up his, his weapons that he has out there. He also has Amon Ross St. Brown, who is, who is evolving into a pure – number one wide receiver out there with, with the Detroit Lions. But they mm-hmm. also got two new rookies that are going to actually help him in the fold, which is Jameer Gibbs at running back, who he's going to be hitting with those dump-off passes just in case he does get a little rattled up in the pocket. He's going to dump you it right off to uh, Jameer Gibbs. Did. With Todd Gurley, you're right, mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah, exactly. What he did with Todd Gurley, just dumping it off, and then that's how he's going to end up getting his yards, which is – going to end up leading Jameer Gibbs into being a top 10 or a top tier uh, running back RB1 this year in the season as mm-hmm. long as he, he can get those dump offs and then produce like we all think he can do. Mm-hmm. And let's not even forget the rookie tight end in Sam Laporta. We already know the way Ben Johnson runs his offense is he gets his players the ball. And the Detroit Lions has gotten better on defense, and now they're definitely getting better up on offense. They're getting like an, an upgrade from Jamal Williams to to Dave Montgomery. Yep, right and on. They just got rid of DeAndre Swift. He gone up. He's playing for the Eagles right now. But then they bring in Jameer Gibbs. There's a reason why he got he got drafted number twelve overall, and they're gonna show you whenever they play Week One versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, that's going to be fireworks, a shootout. I'm taking it. What's the over? It's got to be like 50, 54 points. I'm taking it oh, over. We can, well, I'm taking it over in that game. I'm, let's look it up right now. Let's look at the now, over. Why are, you look, why are you looking for the over? Now, Jared Goff, he was a QB 10 last year. So yes. you're saying so you're saying he's going he to have better numbers than that. So what do you – so QB – he was QB 10 last year, and he's been drafted QB 17. Obviously, we both – I think we both agree I that his ADP five. is too low. So you think so you think he'd be QB seven? Okay. I think he can be he can push to be a top five QB this year as long as okay. everything hits on all cylinders. I can which see. That. I think it's going to hit on all cylinders, especially like we can bring up the schedule and everything. But then also, if you really want to go in deep into the actual the analysis around it, when you're actually looking at where he's being drafted, 
um, per per underdog's ADP. Uh, let me pull it up. It's like one. Yeah, he's, I think I, I got I got him right now at one thirty one thirty point nine QB seventeen. Yeah, which I agree is way low, way low. That's just really but that's a steal. That's a that is a, yes, that's a steal. If you are like a redrafter right now, and then just doing your your ESPN leagues, Jared Goff is a great late round pick that you can end up getting, and then he could potentially end up being your starter on your team. I mean, so when I look at Jared Goff, and this is the reason why I was like, okay, eleventh round, round, yeah. So if you look at the ADP, the players that are actually around him are. So if we just go a couple spots up, we have at wide receiver, at wide receiver fifty-eight now, fifty-eight. We have uh, Daryl, I mean Darnell Mooney, for the Bears being drafted at before him one hundred. 225.3. Oh 125.3 at wide receiver at 58. Then we yeah. have Jamal Williams, his old running back, being drafted right around the same, and he's RB 42. And then let's not too let's not too uh let's not forget about uh Jared McKinnon right here, where he is being drafted at RB 43. And then the next wide receiver around him is is Rondell Moore. Yes, we understand DeAndre Hopkins is gone, but around that ADP where all those other players are being drafted, I think that's a steal right there for Jared Goff. It's definitely a steal. Look at the quarter, look at the quarterbacks going before him. Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. I think he can have both of them. They got Anthony Richardson. I think he can. Uh, yeah, he'd be better than him. Trevor, I might give him around Trevor, somewhere around Trevor, um, Deshaun Watson, with it, which they have them at quarterback eight and nine. So yeah, I agree. I agree completely. So I have, yeah. So according to right now, and this is today, the over and under per Caesar's books is is fifty four. Fifty four game one. 54. Yeah, I knew. Well, that's what I said, right? I said fifty. I said yeah. I said 50, I said fifty four. I did. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be a shootout. Defense don't know yet. Yeah, early in the season. Yeah, shootout. Get ready. Barring no injuries in camp, we hope Dave Montgomery's healthy. We hope Jameer Gibbs. We want everybody healthy coming out of training camp. Okay, must draft. I got that. I agree with that. All right, man. Let's talk about your number two QB, uh, Mr. Lamar Jackson. Well, we don't have to be on this one long. We already we we know why we 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 know what Lamar is. We know what Lamar can do. He got paid. He's going to be healthy. Even if he gets injured, he's going to play through injury. Why? Because he got paid. He got new weapons, and he got a new OC. So I think he was quarterback 13 last year. You know, he played in – I can't remember how many games he played in. He didn't play, obviously, he didn't play all the games. He played in 11 games. Um, Let me see. Lamar played in – he was quarterback, quarterback 14 last year. He played in 12 games. Yeah. So we already we, we I know I think that Lamar would be he'll jump back into a, a top six seven uh, fantasy quarterback probably top probably he could be I don't want to put too much expectation on him but I, I can see him go from fourteen to seven so I don't have to say much about Lamar we know what Lamar can do like I say he's healthy got mm-hmm. paid got new weapons and got a new OC and he gonna he read the ball out he ready to show everybody why they paid him a hundred and what eighty five million dollars guaranteed. Yeah. 
why they paid him $185 million. We don't, have to, we don't have to stay on Lamar Jackson long. We already know. But that's why I have him as my as my second must get. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 I see you. I see you. We're, we're Mr. Lamar at number two. Now we're going to go to my number two. Is that that's, that's Mr. Discount bad Double Check. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. And similar to, similar to how I was talking about Jared Goff being um, – being drafted at uh, up in his ADP at 17. Aaron Rodgers, is his ADP is QB 16. Yes, we understand that Aaron Rodgers did not have a good season last year, but he didn't want to be there. You know it, and I know it. He didn't want to be there. But this year, this dude came to – this dude's in every camp early. He's out there getting practice with his new wide receivers and then his new toy – Mr. Garrett Wilson, and the way that the offense, the offense are similar to how they ran up in Green Bay, because we already know they're all underneath that Shanahan, um, that little Shanahan tree, but they're, the system is different just a little bit. But I do think Aaron Rodgers can vault up past what his ADP is right now at 17. Mike, no. Check that. It's actually 16. 16. Mm-hmm. 16. And he can end up being another top-tier QB this year with his new toys and weapons in Garrett Wilson, which could be, hint, hint, the uh, next DA for for Aaron Rodgers. The next DA. Now, he was, he was, he was quarterback 13 last year. That's what he finished at, PPR, full-point mm-hmm. PPR. So what are you projecting him to be? If he's QB 13, you said he's a must get. So me personally, based off his numbers, and I'm just looking at the stats of what he did in the offense, I will say I will give him I'll give him a tick below Jared Goff. Um so if, if Jared Goff is finishing seven. at seven or six this year, then I'll say Aaron Rodgers is going to end up finishing at like eight or nine. Eight or nine. Mm-hmm. So he had 26 touchdowns last year. Yeah, I don't think he's going to throw for more touchdowns this year. This year, he definitely should throw for more touchdowns. See, I'm a t- I, I'm I'm with you, and but then I'm not. I don't think. I mean, 3,600 yards to me is not a lot of yards. Uh, so I can see him breaking that. What is the over and under for prize picks? Let me look right quick. Okay. Uh, the over and under for for prize picks. Because I want to see what they have him the season long for my sports. This is also another, like, I do not think he's going to get back to his 2020 season where he threw for 4,299 yards and then 48 touchdowns on five interceptions. No, we we ain't seen that. That's that's a bit ridiculous. I don't think he's going to get to that, but I think he can do the same yardage. But when it comes to touchdowns, Probably do like what he did in 2021, which is like 4,115 yards on 37 touchdowns, like roughly around there, especially if they're going to end up getting Brees Hall involved and all his other toys that he has out there, which Old Man Rivers, uh, Randall Cobb is there. We got Alan Lazard is there as well. He got him just to get on the team. But they all are not going to take the place of Mr. Garrett Wilson, aka Deke, D.A. Jr. 
So his over under is is usually four thousand yards. Okay. So yeah, I I think it's gonna be the under. I think I just don't think he gonna. I mean, he gonna. Uh, I just don't think he gonna ball like that. I I'm, I would take the I, right now four thousand is his over under. I would take the under. Let's put it like this: even if it is four thousand, uh, he did four thousand yards in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. And he did four thousand and two yards, and then he only had twenty six uh, touchdowns on four interceptions. And when twenty nineteen? Yep, twenty nineteen. Oh, mm-hmm. that's you know you don't you know what that year was? That was when uh, your boy got there. I think that was when Matt Lafleur got there, and mm-hmm. that was his first year. That was his first season. So if Matt we're Lafleur. playing devil's advocate and everything right now. If you just see like the numbers that he did right there, it's not bad. Not I'm bad. They're basing off. They're going back to his first year with with Matt Lafleur, and they're yep. doing something similar and using the numbers from that year. So mm-hmm. can he do that? Yeah. Yeah. I know how they, I would they do a Mr. Rogers discount double check. If you uh, count him out, he's gonna be flashing that belt a lot. I mean, I'm 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 still taking the under under the four thousand yards, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could, I can see that, and 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 you know he could, he can have, he can have, he can be, he can go under and Gary Wilson can still ball because we all saw what last year with, with Derek Carr did and Devontae mm-hmm. Devontae Adams still got his numbers, but Derek Carr numbers were still pedestrian. So correct, correct. that and that's what I think more will happen toward that aspect. Like Gary Wilson will do his numbers, he's gonna have mm-hmm. 13, 1400 yards. 100, 100 plus receptions, double digit touchdowns, but Aaron, I don't think Aaron's going. He's going to ball out like that, but we'll see. That's okay. That's that's a must. He's a he's a must get for you. Yes, must get. I'm talking about Clem de la Crim must get. That's a Crim de la Crim. Ah, just man, and see he, that's my boy, right? He was he was more my boy. The more I learned about him as a leader, he's not that great of a leader. However, on the field, he's a flat out stud. Man, I just don't know. We're going to have to revisit this. I just don't know, my boy. All right, let's go to the running backs, though. I don't want to get caught up on them. Your number one running back must have. You got Mr. Rashad White for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tell me about Mr. Rashad White, the reason why you think everybody must get him. So I just think that last year um, Rashad White was a – he finished as a running back – running back 32, right? Um, he was a third round. He's only 24 years old. The Buccaneers, they have no other viable running back behind him. So he's not worried about somebody coming and taking his spot. I know they got, um, what was the guy from Syracuse last year? Where was the rookie? Did they, did they un- undrafted? He was undrafted. Uh, I can't. His last name's Taylor, I think. Uh, I know who you're talking I about. I can't think of his name, but they, they got the rookie. They're not, I don't think they were. I don't think he's read about him. He's an excellent pass catch, pass catcher. He caught like 58 balls last year. Only had two drops. Um, I mean, he's he's currently their he's currently their RB one. Um, Probably Sean oh, Tucker. That's what his name. Sean, Sean Tucker. Tucker. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, even at his combine numbers were, were 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 on par with David Johnson when he came out. We and I'm, I'm not saying he's gonna be David Johnson. I'm just saying that he was he's he's hella athletic. And his numbers were on par with David Johnson, um, so I have him as a I have him as a sneaky, sneaky top fifteen, top twenty back. So him coming from thirty two to fifteen, that's a huge, that's seventeen spots. That's like a diamond. So I, I see him as a as a RB two, 
maybe RB1 upside because I can definitely mm-hmm. see Baker Mayfield dumping off to him a lot because he yeah, cause he has pretty he has real good hands for a running back. So that's why I have I have Rashad Rice on number one must draft this year. You should be able to get him pretty late. So yeah. Okay. And then my number one must draft is Mr. J.K. Dobbins. We mm-hmm. as he mentioned before, probably ain't gotta talk much on him. We already know what he was coming off last year, that that ACL. And this is actually year number two. And most of the time, whenever you end up coming off that ACL the first year, you ain't going to be looking as rough. As we can tell, based off how he was running and he was limping, he wasn't able to exactly stride all the time. Like, and he tore he a lot, too. He out. tore a lot. Yeah, it was it was more just his ACL. So, yeah, you're right. He tore a lot. He did ACL, MCL, and then UCL, I Maybe. think, also. Yeah, he tore a lot in his knee. And with this year – also, we know Lamar has finally signed his uh, his contract extension. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. on top of that, they still got Mark Andrews. Don't forget about that. People got to guard him. They also is giving Lamar the best wide receiver court that he has ever had in his career with the yeah. Baltimore Ravens. Which, yeah. if you got to if you got to respect Odell Beckham Jr., we know he's not Mr. Odell Beckham, Mr. One Hand back up in the day. Just like catching it like that. That's not him now. But he is that veteran presence. On top of that, they have Mr. Uh, Rashad Bateman, who we're still trying to wait to see what he's going to do. He has the, the potential to be a number one. But right now, he ain't been healthy or anything. Not, so we're trying to see what he's going to end up doing. As long as he's healthy, then he's going to end up being one of the key pieces in this offense. And let's not even forget, forget about the rookie. The rookie. From mm. uh, Boston College. Zay Flowers. Mr. Zay Flowers. If you have all three of those wide receivers and Mark Andrews on, on the field, all these holes are just going to open up for Mr. J.K. I mean, uh, yeah, Mr. J.K. Dobbins. And then on top of that, he's in a contract here. People are thinking, like, is he going to hold out? Is he not going to hold out? Right now, we know he's on the team, so he already has a contract. Right. So he is going to have to play for that next and up and coming contract. So anytime we see a guy that's coming up on a contract year, they always end up balling and they try to get that big bag. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why make sure you get Mr. JK Dobbins on your team this year. Sneaky upside running back one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then at your number two, you have, Mr. Alexander Madison, tell us something about him, the reason why he's a must-draft for you, sir. Well, I'm going to give you an obvious, right? He's he's pretty much – he's pretty obvious. He, he's the man now in Minnesota, right? And Minnesota's all offense. No de- – all gas. They all gas, no breaks. So, he finally, he finally gets his, finally get them as, as the number one. Um, I do think that they will still be a committee – but I think he would be the head of that committee, right? So I, I think he'll okay. lead the share. He'll lead the share percentage-wise, probably sixty to 30 percent for the other two running backs. Um, so he, right now, I, I think I think he was a running back forty-five. Where does he go? I'm sure he, he's probably shot up to ADP now. With um, let's see. his ADP is nineteen. Oh yeah, he's moving. So they got so they, they they got Kenneth Walker before him. They got Joe Mixon before him. Travis Etienne before him. Um, I think he can outdo all all three of those. They have Josh Jacobs. We don't know what he's doing. We don't know if he's gonna play or not. 
So uh, I got him as a I got him as a high fringe RB one. He probably finished running back 13, 14. Um, you know, this is just it's for him to shine. And they they gave him a little bit of extension. I think two years, seven million dollars. So they gave him a little bit of money. So let's see what you got, Alexander Madison. You always come in when David Cook is hurt. Now you're the man. Let's see what you got. I think I think he's he's a must draft. Him going at at 19. So yeah, I think he can. He, he will outperform his ADP very, very well. So if you can get him, he's going 59. What is that, 60? That's uh, 32, 48. It's around my fifth round, fifth, sixth round. Yep. So, yeah, uh, I got to lie. I mean, just the sheer fact that he he's the man now in a high-powered offense. Okay. Enough said. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. And now we're going to go with my number two is Mr. Ramondre Stevenson. We already know how this is. Mr. His dag on kryptonite is gone. Mr. Damon Harris is gone off to Buffalo now. So now we already know how Bill Belichick is going to do. He's going to feed his number one RB, going to feed him the rock. Do we know what's going to happen up in that Bill, uh, not Bill Belichick offense, uh, who's the new OC right now? What's that, Bill O'Brien? Bill O'Brien. That's who yeah. I meant to say. Bill O'Brien's offense, and we know they're going to feed him the rock. He, There's nobody else behind him. Yes, you have Pierre Strong, but he might get in on third downs, but what they don't realize is that Ramondre can also catch the ball, too. Mm -hmm. And right now, he's actually being drafted around the second round, like late second round, early third round. And don't be shocked if Ramondre ends up being either a top five or squeak himself into one of those top three running backs this year. Man, he was six last year now. I know. How, how he got to six last year? Guess the reception, 69 reception. That's how. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason why I said, like, people don't think that, that, like, he can catch the ball. The dude can catch the ball. And we know Mac Jones not going nowhere. He ain't, He's not mobile at all, so. Dump it right off to him and just let him do Oh, he had a big jump. He went from 14 to 69 receptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. so, so, and so you're not afraid of them, them, uh, um, trying out Leonard Fournette. I think that's the last thing we saw them. What's the thing that's today? Not afraid of that. You're not afraid no. of Lenny? No. Okay. Old man Lenny? No, I'm not afraid of that at all. Even if, even if Leonard Fournette gets there, like, you can also think about it like this. Okay, Leonard Fournette is there. He would just take over the uh, Damon Harrison role from last year, which Damon Harrison only had 106 attempts on 13 um, games played for 462 yards. And he had three touchdowns, which, okay, if if Leonard Fournette is going to end up being there, that's fine. He can just take over that uh, Damon Harrison role, but he's not going to – He's just going to be a scaleback for whenever Ramondre needs to get off. As long as he's not up in the dog up, which I don't see him getting up in the dog out. Mm-hmm. Ever. And Damon Harris, he was young, younger than Lenny Fournette, so you got an old back. He, he shouldn't be worried about him coming in at all, even if he is there. I agree. Yep. All right. At your number one wide receiver, you got Mr. Garrett Wilson. Tell us something about Mr. Garrett Wilson, the reason why everybody out here needs to be drafting Garrett Wilson. This is – this is the part of the obvious, right? We got to upgrade a quarterback. You know, we, we got we got that bad man, that four-time MVP quarterback coming in. 
So last year, Gary Wilson finished as a running back with 21. Um, he he still hit a thousand yards even with who he had Mike White, uh, 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 not Sam Don. He had Mike White, Joe Flacco, and what's what's the rookie that they drafted? Number two, uh, Zach Wilson. Zach was all below average quarterback, and he still had had over a thousand yards. He was wide receiver twenty one. He will be a top seven wide receiver this year. Um, he led the class in, in fancy points per game. He has success versus man, versus press, and PFF graded him as the best wide receiver in his class last year. So he's always open. He's a great route runner. Easy peasy. Much draft. Like I said, much. He could be your run. He, he should be your wide receiver one. Must draft Garrett Wilson this year. I would probably take him over, honestly, I'll probably take him over Cooper Cup because I'm just not sure. Oh. Yeah. I'm just not sure what Matthew Stafford, his. His injury, his his injury history, right? Him being hurt overseas and what happened last year. I'm just not sure about their, their – I feel like there's just two, two old guys at their positions, and they might be over the hill. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared for the Rams. And now and the Rams don't have no defense. All they have is Aaron Donald. I, think, I do think that they're going to just try to outscore teams. Um, but I'm just afraid for Matthew Stafford's health at 35 years old. And I'm also I'm a little afraid of Cooper Cup's health. I think he's like 30, 31. I'm I'm afraid of that. So I can see him take taking over Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then at my wide receiver one, I got Mr. Amon Ross St. Brown. And yes, I said it, Mr. Amon Ross St. Brown. This is one cat out there that you definitely have to make sure that you draft number. Make sure you get him on your team. Because just like I mentioned before, as you can sort of similar to the actual trend that's actually going on right now, I did mention his QB before of taking that next step and going similar numbers to what he did last year. And who is the number one wide receiver, which is Mr. Amara, and he's going to feast. And we already know how Jared Goff was whenever he was was actually with the Rams in 2018, he had not one but two wide receivers to actually break 12 uh 1200 yards uh while he was uh throwing them the ball and everything with his stats was 4,688 yards. He had two thousand yard wide receivers. Just break it down. They 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 both broke 1200 yards. So. And also on that, that was also Mr. Robert Woods. That was the same year that okay. Cooper Cup Cooper ended Cooper. up. That's the same year that Cooper Cup did end up getting hurt. But he had 130 targets, and Robert Woods ended up doing 1,219 yards on six touchdowns. But if we actually go back and check out what what um, Amon Ra did last year. I still think he's going to do similar numbers than like what he did last year because of who he is. And we know where he plays, which is in the slot. Mm-hmm. And he's the focal point and just straight duff offs, crossing routes. We know uh, Jared Goff is going to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. And last year, the, last year he had 146 targets on 106 receptions. For 1,161 yards for a six touchdown. Similar numbers. 
to like what Robert Woods did. But then I definitely think he's going to take that next level up, especially since J-Mo is not there and he won't be there just to help him out for the first six games with him being suspended. I believe that he might get a tick up in his targets, might end up being around 160 this year, which is an extra 14. So that's like an extra target a game that like he'll get based off what he had last year, which he ended up averaging last year per game was 9.12 yards per per each game. Which his receiving yards probably will end up being around 1,300 yards, which I think that will vault him up into a must-have guy that you need to have on to your team. He was probably receiving seven last year. He had 160 receptions, 1,100 yards. Okay. Top three, dog. Top three. Make sure you Top get them. three. Now that's a lot. Now I mean, who, who in your top three? Because you can't. It's only three people. So you have. Hey Amen. You, you saw. I know what you, I know you got. I know you got Gary Wilson in your top three. Who's yeah. the other one? Who's the other one? The other one who I would put up there. Oh, you, you got to put. Well, that's going to be a tussle right there. You got. <laughs> you got Jamal I mean, Chase and you got Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. And you said top and, three. That's I, that's why they go ahead and call you out. Hold up now. Hold up. Hey, got if he's spots. getting the ball that often, and if. Like, we already didn't see what he did last year. And then if, if based off what I said about uh, Jared Goff going on, he's going to take it to another level. Everybody's not going to just be able to key in on him. They're always going to get up there up in the top five, six, man. Six, six, so that's six yards. So he having six receptions a game. Mm-hmm. But his target, though, his target last year, nine targets a game. Okay. See, and I'm just saying that, like, his targets are just going to go up to – Instead of uh, 9.1, it's just going to be 10 mm-hmm. targets. And maybe he's able to catch at mm-hmm. least two extra balls just by getting that actual extra target. Okay. So if you just do the math, two two extra balls a game, what's that? Over 17 games? That's quick mouth. That's 34 receptions. Mm-hmm. Well, you had a. a what he have last year? He had a, a hundred and six reception. Let's just say he has he gets the extra two per game. That's one thirty four. No, that's one forty. One hundred and forty receptions on one hundred and sixty targets. So I think that's doable for him. Which that's doable. Probably, um, probably end up making him have what, 13, 1,400 yards in like receiving. And so you're not scared that they brought in a pass catching running back? No, not at all. Okay. That's going to help him out. You just, you just think Jared just gonna throw the ball even more, okay? Mm-hmm. Because if you look at Ben Johnson's offense, the dude was getting offers for being an actual, the head potential coach. of being an actual head coach, mm-hmm. and they did it for a reason because they saw the potential of his offense and how the offense changed in the last seven games of the season for the Detroit Lions. Okay, but make sure you get Mr. Amara St. Brown up on your team, and. At number two, we got on your list, we got Mr. DJ Moore himself. DJ Moore. Everyone know if, it, if you listen to this pod, you know him how I'm Justin Fields, right? Mm-hmm. Last year, DJ Moore, he was a quarterback 24. DJ Moore will be a fringe QB1. He will be anywhere from 12 to 15. 12 to 15 finish. So that's eight eight to ten spots eight to twelve excuse me eight to twelve spots better that uh that he will be he will have i'm putting this out there he will have a career year 
this year. Okay. Hundred ball. He's he's catching a hundred balls, twelve hundred yards, and give me eight touchdowns this year. So give okay. me give me almost almond raw with about with with a little bit more yards and maybe I think I think, I think two more touchdowns from Almond Raw. I think Almond Raw. So the only thing that's uh, different between Almond Raw and him is Almond Raw's going to end up having more yards and like more receptions. You are you talking about in the upcoming season? That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, 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 right. I'm, I'm saying DJ Moore is going to be Armin Raw last year, right? Last year. Okay, I can yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, 106 receptions, 1161, and six touchdowns. I'm giving, I'm giving DJ 100 receptions, 1200 yards, and I'm giving, I'm giving him eight touchdowns. Career year, all across the board. But He's what many a, people don't never, realize with DJ Moore is that if you look at DJ Moore's stats when he played at Carolina. He was on pace to have a thousand yard season every year besides the last year. Every year. Now he's never now he, he had a career year in touchdowns last year. Yes. So he did. I'm giving him one more touchdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him I'm giving him at least one more touchdown. I'm giving him from eight eight eighty eight to twelve hundred. That's three hundred and twelve more twelve more yards he's gonna get in his receptions. Gonna skyrocket now. I think the most he's had. I think you're actually holding him back right there. I think he's he really hitting double digit touchdowns up in that. Double touchdown. I didn't want to be too greedy. I want to say ten. Hey man, you got to make sure you got to. Hey, you got to. Uh, I did, I, you know. Yeah, you got to make sure you got uh, He's your must draft. He's my must draft. Well, damn, he put put my feet to the fire. Must draft ten yeah. touchdowns. Let's go double digit yeah. touchdown. I, Let's go. Yeah. Hundred receptions, twelve hundred yards, ten touchdowns. Let's go. See it happening, especially whenever we just recently talked about how how the OC schemes his best players open best off what they do best. And I can really see DJ Moore getting those, especially at the goal line. OC, I don't, I don't know who you are. I don't know what your name is in Chicago. Do not let me down. Put Justin Fields and Justin Moore in advantageous predicament so they can win. Please, let's just not overthink it. Don't make it hard. Let's be smart. Let's be smart. Okay, let's go with your wide receiver, too, for must draft. And my wide receiver number two must draft is Mr. Jordan Addison. You got a rookie. And I got oh, a rookie. First, and second do rookie. you see something first similar? Rookie. This is the do first rookie. Do you see something similar? Is he on the same team as the other rookie? Now, tr- now I'm telling you, right, he is not going to be JJ coming that rookie year. But oh, yes. yeah. what oh, he yes. will do is he's going to take on the role of that Adam Thielen mm. that was lost last year. And I really think he's going to dip into some of K, uh, Mr. K.J. Osborne targets that he had last year. Oh, yeah, I agree with that, too. 90. He had K.J. Osborne had 90 uh, targets on 60 receptions. And we already know if they end up trying to double-team J.J., which is going to be difficult, and we already know T.J. Hawkinson is there too as well, and we got Alexander Madison, which as your must draft running back, we're going to see a rookie come in. He might not; he'll probably be like a little creeper. Like, let's give him until like week four for him just to blow up and just to take it to another level. But he's going to take the exact same targets last year because we already know Minnesota is going to have to throw the ball this year because the defense is not going to be good. What trash? Against no breaks. Feelings. Um, targets last year, which was 107 targets on 70 receptions for 716 yards on six touchdowns. Okay, yeah, that's a little something. But 
Adam Thielen didn't have any 100-yard games. But I think that Mr. Jordan Addison is going to do something similar to J.J. what he did his rookie year, but it's not going to be that astronomical. He will probably end up getting – I'll give him 300-yard games because they might just be down by so many points in Minnesota, or it's just a shootout. And if they're doubling team in T.J. Hawkinson and J.J., who's going to get the ball un- underneath? Who's going to get So now we can go to these tight ends. And you have Mr. Greg Dolch at your number one must-have tight end. Tell us something a little bit about Mr. Greg Dolch. That the reason why everybody needs to get him. I think Greg. I think he's he's a must-get. Uh, I think he was he was hurt at the beginning of last year. Can't remember what it was, ankle or something. He was hurt. So the last seen games, he had five and a half targets last year. Um, it's already been said that in the rookie OTAs in the minicamp, he Sean Payton was impressed by him. Um, He's fluid for his size. He's 6'3", 245. Um, I think that Peyton is going to use him as a, in the Jimmy Graham role. He can also would, split. He can also split out. He can also split out. Um, I don't think – so I'm trying to figure out who in that wide receiver core is going to be out between uh, Jerry Judy and Sutherland, right? Cortland Sutherland. Cortland Sutherland. Yeah, Cortland Sutton. I'm trying to figure out who's going to be the odd man out because I think Greg is going to eat, I, and I, I really think Jerry Judy's going to eat. And then they also drafted uh, Mims. What's my man's name? What's Marvin, his first Mims? Marvin Mims with a third, I think third round, so they got pretty good draft capital for him. Mm-hmm. So I think one of them going to be leaving next year between Sutton and Jerry Judy. Actually, I think it's going to be Sutton. I think he got. I don't know what they owe him, but I think that Greg Dulcich – is going to now he's, he's going at, at tight end 12 which i i, don't, I forgot i thought he was lower than that mm-hmm. uh but i do think i think i think he have a better year than pat frymouth who's going at 10 better than david Njoku, who's going at nine um i think he could be he i think he could crack top could 10. Do, could he do better yeah. than uh evan ingram and then darren waller see so you're, I'm, I'm higher on Darren Water than you are because I, I just think Darren got one more. I think he had one more. I don't want to write him off just yet. Okay. But if, if and now if he get hurt, well, fuck it, yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I got Greg, Greg Dose is pretty high. He's going to ADP is 130, 131, like 11th round, I think that's, that it is. Um, but I, I, Evan Ingram, you guys want Evan Ingram? Foot, feet to the fire, I think he can. Be on par with Evan Ingram because I know I know they just paid Evan Ingram. That's good for them. I know they got really good. They got some offensive weapons down in Jacksonville. I hope they I hope they let Trevor Lawrence throw the shit out of that ball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like I like Greg Dulcich. I like Greg Dulcich's his lesser competition in the Denver Broncos offense versus Evan Ingram's um, competition in Jacksonville. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll he, he, he beat out Pat Frymouth and he'll beat out David Njoku this year. No, no question. That's and he's gonna probably be out Chig in Tennessee. So that's already him moving up three spots already. Off the ripper. Okay, okay, I like it. I like it. And at my number one tight end, who I say you must get, it's Mister Jawan Johnson. And the reason why I'm saying you need to get Mister Jawan Johnson on your team as your tight end. Is because last year 
In his yep. first full game of the season, he played or he had 42 receptions on 65 targets for 508 yards on seven touchdowns. And the reason why he's a must-have is he also has a new QB. And when Mr. Derek Carr had a good old tight end, I'm going to go back to the guy who you was just mentioning, Mr. Darren Waller. Mm -hmm. Darren Waller, that same year when they first connected, they had he ended up having uh, 117 targets on 90 receptions for 1,145 yards on three touchdowns. Only difference between the two that I think personally is that Jawan Johnson is going to keep his same touchdowns that he has because, yes, we know they still have Michael Thomas. They still have um, yeah. Alvin Kamara. They also have Chris Olave. And they just recently got Mr. Jamal Williams to help out as well, which I personally think that with Juwan Johnson getting another year to establish being the number one Titan in the system, he's going to take it to that next level and end up being able to do double of what he did last year. So at number two on your list, you have Mr. Sam Laporta. Tell I got a rookie about Sam Laporta about why he a must draft. I got a rookie. You were just you just gave high praise to you had you got oh you don't have three you don't have to share two but you but you gave a high praise for Jared Goff. You gave high praise for Ben Johnson. You know that offense is going to be high powered. Um, mm -hmm. You said Ben Johnson wanted to stay. Ben Johnson also king his king relies heavily. On tight ends, um, his, he's got the draft capital. They drafted him in the second round. So, so what they tell you, they went running back, and then they went the second round. That they had two picks in the first, but they went running back. Came where they went for the other one, and then the second round they went to a tight end. So he's already received high praise in many, in many camps, and the rookie mini camp in the OTAs. He's six four, two fifty. He's proto. He's a prototype tight end with yak ability. He's athletic and he can line up outside. Um, you also. You don't have Jamison Williams for the first six weeks. So what? So what? Jared Goff gonna do? This is gonna be a three-headed monster. You. He can't. I. We know where that's coming up, right? So I just think that. Um, I think. Yeah. I think Sam. He's going at Sammy. Sammy L is going tight end twenty. I can't believe they got Taysom Hill. Oh my God! At nineteen, um, he will outperform Taysom Hill, Irv Smith, uh, Everett. Mo Komet, Tyler Higbee, Schultz, and the next one is Dalton Kincaid. So even if he jumps before them, he goes from 20 to 13, 14. I think he will outperform all of them because they hadn't shown that they could do better than he can. And we all know that TJ Hawkinson, when he was there, he was eating a little bit um, before he got traded. So that's why they, they traded him because they, they, they realized that, eh, TJ just ain't that great for us as a first-round pick, so we're going to trade him. We gonna we know we got there's at least three stud tight ends coming up in this draft. We're going to draft those a tight end. We're going we're gonna to keep moving forward. Okay, okay. So, yeah. And Sammy, 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 Sammy Porter. And then if we go back to what you was asking about the draft picks, uh, so they, as you mentioned before, they did take Jameer Gibbs at number at their first pick in mm -hmm. at pick at 12. 12. You came back with the stud linebacker at Mr. Jack linebacker. Campbell okay. at 18, which 
Hence, that defense is getting stronger now. Mm-hmm. If you when you got a good defense, you got a great. It's going to give your offense more opportunities just to be able to put up points. Then they came back in the second round with Mr. Sam Laporta. Then they also drafted Brian Branch at at cornerback. Then in the third round, they came and they got their backup QB for the future in Mr. Hendon Hooker. Then they came back at pick 33 in the third round and got Mr. Broderick Martin at a D-tackle just to short that uh, defense again. Then they came back with the offense in, in Kobe Solstow from William & Mary. Then in the seventh round, they just did a flyer out there on, on Mr. Antonio Green at, at wide receiver. He's probably going to end up being a special teams player. But like what mm-hmm. they built and like what they're trying to do, it's it might end up being something scary out there up in Detroit and what they're going to end up working with. Oh, you know, we I, I think we both had, had them win the NFC, uh, NFC Central, NFC Central, NFC, what is it, NFC North? Not baseball, dog. I'm tripping. Why are you saying Central? What's in the middle? NFC North. Yeah. Uh, NFC North. We got the win in NFC North. So, and now, now the pressure's on them. Eyes are on them. The eyes uh, so are on them. Are they going to put up? Last year didn't have, right. Last year they had no expectations. So, we're going to see. They didn't have not a single one. So, your last tight end must draft is. So, my last tight end must draft. And a lot of people are going to be like, a lot of people are going to be like, um, Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did he just say that? Yes, I said it. Mr. Michael Mayers is a must-draft tight end that you need to have on your team. And, yes, yeah. we know. Well, I understand. He's a rookie. We all know that. But what we do know about this rookie is that He's an all-around tight end. He's that old-school tight end where mm-hmm. he can get up in the muck, he can block, and he can catch, which means he's not coming off the field. Yes, we know Jimmy G is still there, and we don't know if he's going to play or not because he's hurt. They do have D.A., Devontae Adams there, and they also have uh, Hunter uh, Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, as of right now, they they number one running back is back on holding out right now. Oh so my we don't god! What he's going to end up doing, and which that means it's going to end up putting more pressure on Samir White number two. And the one thing about Jimmy G is that what he likes to do is he likes to dump off the ball to his tight ends, just like what he did in the 49ers when he was the starting QB there his first couple of years. I agree with that. I mean, he, 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 his ADP is what tight end thirty. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going. He's going well exceed that. Super succeed exceed that. Um, this is just on the Raiders wire. Um, they announced that, and this is the reason why I'm high on Michael Mayer's again is that the Raiders had a number a first round draft rate on Michael Mayer's, even though he was mm-hmm. taking the fifth second round. That shows a lot mm-hmm. about that organization of like what they thought because. A lot of people was like, well, why is he falling down the draft board? Well, he can't do this. He can't do that. But at the end of the day, as long as it's a team out there that likes you, and that's what the Raiders ended up doing is going out there and getting their guy because since they did lose Darren Waller, they got the next up-and-coming top-tier uh, tight end because we all seen that this rookie class 
has some stud tight ends. Mm-hmm. And that is the last of it. That is the last bit of the must draft that myself, Christian underscore CFS, and Mr. K Camp says who we must think you must need get to this have year on your get this year on your team. And we're going to tell you again, just so you know, just so you can hear them. If you're not looking at this up on the video version, up on YouTube, on uh, Serverless Fantasy Sports YouTube channel, you have at QB, Mr. K Camp had Desmond Ritter. Then he had Mr. Lamar Jackson. Then he had Rashad White. At number two, he had Alexander Madison. At number one wide receiver, he had Garrett Wilson. At his number two wide receiver, he had Mr. DJ Moore. At his number one tight end, he had Mr. Greg Dolch. At his number two tight end, he had Mr. Sam Laporta. And Christian underscore CFS had Mr. At QB, he had Jared Goff. At number one, at number two, he had Mr. Aaron Rodgers. At running back, he had Mr. J.K. Dobbins at one. And then at two, he had Mr. Ramondre Stevenson. At his wide receivers, he had at number one, Amon Ross St. Brown. Number two, he had Mr. Jordan Addison. And for his tight ends, he had Jawan Johnson at one. And at number two, the rookie, Michael Mayers, as a must-draft players on his team that you have to get. First of all, we would like to thank everybody out there for listening to this podcast. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. Helps us Please. in the algorithm. If five you're watching this up on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating because what we're doing here is just trying to entertain you on the Cerberus Gridiron Podcast. And let's go and bump it down to this uh, next segment real quick. Just a little brief. Let's see what's going to end up happening out here. So wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. We're going to have that little, this is the wait a minute must draft section that we think, let's just talk about something small that's, that like made you think twice whenever it was like, whoa, hold on. Like what you might be seeing other people out there doing that like made you say like, wait a minute. Why do you have him as like a must draft? So this is our list, and what I'm asking is, like, if you've seen other people's lists and then made you say, like, wait a minute. Oh, I, him. I don't even uh, – I don't I don't know. Um, I didn't see anybody else's list. Uh, I don't know. You go first. Who? Don't spot right there. Yeah, you put me on the spot. I I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Anybody listens to bus draft? So one, out here. So some of the must drafts that, that I've heard for like the tight ends that you that you must get is Mr. David Njoku. And it made me pause a little bit only because I'm like, okay, I understand Mr. David Njoku is right now he's being drafted at tight end number nine. Mm-hmm. You know he's gonna play that that like another role with um with Deshaun Watson, but it had me puzzled a little bit trying to see if he's actually going to be able to take that next step to the next level because we know he can put it all together. But it made me just sit back and say, hmm, wait a minute, is 
Are they really saying he's a must draft tight end? Mm, I got one. I think I think everyone is saying Calvin really. I think everybody's too high on Calvin really. He was mm-hmm. he's just been gone for two years. Yeah, he's a wide receiver for sixteen over Amari Cooper, over Jerry Judy. Like I mean, he's over over DJ Moore. He's even over his teammate Christian Kirk, who already has a rapport with Trevor Lawrence. I just don't see it from mm-hmm. Calvin really. I mean, he's what twenty nine. Two years off, man. I know it. I know yeah. the quarterback position is different from from the wide receiver. But we saw what happened to Sean Watson when he took two years off. You yeah. saw how rusty he looked. And I know we've seen some of the highlights of him moving his feet and catching the balls unguarded, might I ask. Um, but yeah, I think they're drafting him way too high. I wouldn't dare. No, that's 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 probably what's one of the biggest to me. Probably way to miss of this whole offseason. If everybody pushing Calvin really up the up the draft board, I, I just don't that. see it. Just, I just I just don't see. It. I, I need to see it. I agree. Two years I agree. in your prime, man. Uh, uh, who is he, Muhammad Ali? Nah, nah. But that's who's he? Wait. Is he Michael Jordan? Nope. Is he Michael Jordan? Leave for a year and a half and come back and still win three ships? I don't think mm-hmm. so. But. We would like to thank everybody out there for sitting back, relaxing, and being entertained by us on this must draft 2023 fantasy football season. And we would like to thank everybody for coming out. And we thank you. Y'all be be great. Be peace. Shalom. Peace be unto you. I'm going to holler at y'all. Stay blessed. Amen. Stay blessed. Thanks for checking out another episode of Service Gridiron Podcast, powered by Service Fantasy Sports. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode.